HVAC On Air listeners. This is episode four of our five-part series for those of you that have been following along. Um, again, I'd like to suggest if you haven't listened to the first three, please go back and listen to those. That You'll find them quite interesting and relevant, and they'll help you get involved in this conversation. Um, so today, I would like to take some time to introduce our guest speakers. They also spoke with us on the last episode. We have Carl Zelmer and Shane Angle again. Welcome, guys. Hey, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Um, So today, the conversation is going to be a little bit different than what we were talking about last week. Last week, it was very detailed on refrigerant changes and technology changes. And today, I want the conversation to be a little bit more about... um, when you're talking to current contractors and when you're talking to next generation contractors, um, in the past the conversation has been, you know, about reliability and efficiency, and now the conversation seems to have shifted to be more about comfort and livability. And I want to get into a little bit of understanding why that is, and then understanding what's happening with champion modulation technologies, and then some of the solutions that are out there that are a little different um, than they've been in the past, especially with the next generation contractors and and how they're using these solutions moving forward. So if, Carl, you want to start us off? Sure. First, I want to give a little history, a little background. And and probably about 15 years ago, we decided that that we weren't getting complete channel reach, I would call it, and, and spending uh, uh, almost all of our time with big OEMs and, and the distributors. So we, we decided to uh, form a dedicated group that would be uh, focused on uh, leading contractors, distributors, and end users uh, to get a, a, you know, straight, rather than having uh, respond, you know, ideas filtered by, by the OEMs or, or just distribution, we decided to get, get very involved in, in this area. And we have become so, and, and as I mentioned in, in the last uh, episode, very involved with ACCA, and, and we have our own uh, contractor advisory councils and, and very active in trade shows and a, a large contractor database. So we, we have probably 100, 150 contractors that we consider very close and can call up and, and discuss ideas with them on, on a regular basis. Um, one of the one of the topics they continue to bring up of, of, is, is ongoing shortage of, of, of good technicians, and we're going to expand on that a little bit as well. And and um, one of the things, in fact, just uh, this last uh, last couple of days, I was climbing around at, at the local McDonald's and asking the uh, director of operations, how 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 can Emerson help you uh, do your job easier, and what what are some of the things that would you would you like to see? And, and one of the comments is that, you know, one of the, frequently we, we end up, we have a, let's just on the, for, for heaven's sake, the rare occasion that a compressor fails. Uh, and they have to call around to different distribu- distributors to, do you have this model? Do you have this model? And that's, that's purely a waste of time. And we have, I said, well, we have an app called Copeland Mobile that if you have your technicians, every time you work on a piece of equipment, you scan the barcode and you get the model number and, and, and nameplate. And, and it, it, it locates the compressor for you, gives you a history uh, of that compressor, and also maybe alerts you that compressor is 15 years old. So, um, And this, this uh, if we do this enough, it'll give us a good handle on what your most popular models are and we can work with a local distributor to make sure that those models are in stock. So rather than 
then call around to try and find that compressor. You, if we get this, if we all work together on this, we'll have an opportunity to make sure that compressor is in stock. And it, someday, I hope we're to the point like I, I can, with three minutes on my smartphone, I can uh, pull up the inventory at the local auto parts store and find out if they have an oil filter for my for my Jag. I'd love to be able to have that capability and and uh, and uh, be able to be eliminate some waste time that you currently have today. Uh, Shane, do you have some thoughts? Yeah, Carl, it's, it's uh, you know, the interesting thing about the work that we've done with the contractors is, um, you know, one, I think um, hopefully, you know, it's made us smarter, I think, in terms of the, the new products that we've been developing over the last decade or so. Not only are we thinking about the needs of the OEM as we develop those products and solutions, but we're also thinking about the needs of the contractors and how our products uh, that are often buried deep inside of the system, how our products can, can make uh, the contractor's life easier, how we can solve the problems that contractors face on a daily basis. And I think what you're seeing over time is you're seeing uh, products that, that have been developed by Emerson and our customers that are, are advanced and, and smarter and help the contractor uh, not only sell more products and, and, and offer new solutions to, to your customers, homeowners and end users, uh, but it can also uh, help you save time on the job and make your, your you know, your life easier. Um, you know, Carl mentioned Copeland Mobile. I think there's there's a few other apps that, that, that we have developed like Check and Charge, which which have the ability to save you time, minutes if not hours, you know, while you're installing new equipment or service and repairing the equipment on the job site. So it's just it's just interesting to see how uh, our engagement and, and work that, that Carl mentioned, um, getting closer to the contractor base over the last many years, has changed our thought process as we're thinking about new solutions and new products. And, and during that new product development process, we're we're thinking down channel um, when we're thinking about you know feature sets that that we're um, we're putting into our next generation of products. I think that makes a lot of sense too, because now we're opening up time for the contractors, and they have more space to think about how they want to talk about their products and what fits their customers' needs because they're not spending as much time trying to solve the problems with the system. Yeah, you bring up a good point. The, the thing I was going to add, Carl, is you know, um, you know, what we've learned in, in this relationship that, that we've established is that the contractor plays a very important role in this industry. Uh, you, know, you are the face, essentially, of the industry to the consumer and to the end user. And, um, you know, so you're the, they rely on you as a subject matter expert, you're the service repair person, but you're also the representative or the dealer or the salesperson, you know, selling the equipment and, and making sure that you're offering the right solutions that align with the needs of the, of the customer. So very, very difficult job. Um, you wear many hats and, uh, and we thank you for all that, that work. And I think it's our job to make sure that we give you all the, the right tools, the best tools, uh, the proper training, the right technology. Uh, you know, so so that you can deliver the right solution. You know, it is uh, selling selling comfort and selling up is a, can be a, a, a difficult, particularly when it's you're working sixty or seventy hours a week and it's a really hot summer and you got people who are without uh, cooling and and you're just you're rushing and rushing. You're, you're too often. I think we maybe sell what's whatever's in stock or what's on the uh, on the truck. But you know, I, I want a, a little plea to some of the non-contractors or non-HVAC people who may be listening to this is, is that um, plan ahead. This is, you know, when you buy, when you buy a new car, uh, you, you look at features and, and what do you like, don't like. And so you, you think about buying a new car. If you have a 15-year-old system, you need to think about buying a new system because it's on its last legs at this point in time. So do your research. Understand what options you have uh, that are available to you. 
don't be stuck on a Sunday afternoon when it's 100 degrees and you have a bunch of people coming over and you're, oh my God, my air conditioning's out. So plan ahead and be ready to, you know, when you think about buying a 15-year-old system, get, getting rid of the 15-year-old system even while it's running and, uh, and, and buy that new car, buy that new uh, system that you, you do the research and it, it's tailored for your house and comfort level and your, for your budget. So plan ahead, consumers. This is, don't do it on a Sunday afternoon when it's 100 degrees out. If you're not sure where to do your research, I suggest you start with uh, acheatingconnect.com. So uh, we have put together a, a essentially a, a very nice website, help site, uh, you know, similar to the idea of an Edmonds or, or, you know, Carl mentioned shopping for a car. I mean, it can be pretty exciting when you're shopping for a new car. And uh, some of us get excited about shopping for a new air conditioner. <laughs> but uh, but and, and it often is a challenge to, you know, where do you go, um, you know, where are the resources that, that would guide you in helping to make that, that right decision? And, uh, you know, one resource, again, that I'd mention is try AC Heating Connect. I think you'll find a lot of useful stories, uh, a lot of uh, help and links to the right locations. Um, and we can certainly help you there figure out how to make that right decision. And, again, the more proactive you are, as Carl mentioned, um, you know, the better deal you're going to get uh, at the end of the day. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. I mean, this is... This is one decision that I think consumers aren't thinking about. So when you are thinking about it and being proactive about it, AC and Heating Connect is definitely a place to be. And if you're trying to find a reputable contractor, you can learn how to do that there too. Um, so I think talking about that, now that we've talked about the consumer, what's the differences between the way contractors have worked in the past and, and getting these this next generation of contractors. Let's move into that conversation. Well, I think one of the biggest challenges we as an entire industry face is the, uh, the aging workforce or the shortage of um, you know, trade skilled professionals in the HVAC industry and tra you know, trained technicians. And every contractor that we've talked to, that, that typically when we ask, hey, what's going on? What are you dealing with? What keeps you up at night? Uh, that is a recurring theme. I just can't get, you know, qualified workers. Um, struggling to get uh, qualified workers, and, and it just doesn't seem like there's enough of them out there. And so we've, um, you know, we're, we're playing a role there. We, we've spent, uh, as Carl mentioned, you know, a decade ago, just getting more familiar and, uh, with the contractor base. We, we've also been investing and spending a great deal of time with the, uh, the Votech schools across the country for a couple different reasons. So what one, we, we want to make sure that these young students who have, uh, you know, made a plea and, and, and committed to the idea of, of uh, getting the training to become an HVAC technician for the future, we want to make sure that they are aware of all of the, the, the technology that's available to them, uh, get them comfortable with the products, and get them comfortable with some of these new tools that, that Carl and I both mentioned uh, that will uh, help them work smarter, not necessarily harder, and, and improve the efficiency on the job site. But So that, that's one of the first things that we're doing with those Votech schools. We, we, uh, we often give them uh, cutaway compressors for training tools. We give them a lot of other material that uh, would aid them in the classes and that hands-on training that is so important uh, for the young, uh, the young technician uh, in training. The second thing that, that we're doing is, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to help them promote uh, the idea of, of how prosperous a career in HVAC trade can be. So, um, you know, a lot of them have various trade tech, tech programs, and, uh, and we want to promote, you know, the HVAC program as, as a program that is a great not only a, a, a great alternative and a great option for those interested in, in, uh, in trade tech, you know, careers, but, but also an alternative to, you know, to, to formal college education, for example. So, 
Um, you know, as we all listen to the news today, um, you know, I, we, I truly believe that there are several alternatives uh, for, for the young, younger generation when you think about, um, you know, where we're headed in the future. And, uh, you know, a career in HVAC and, and, and a trade skill degree, I think, is a, is, a, is a great path for the young individuals today. Yeah, that's a really good point. And for those listeners who are um, interested in learning more about this topic or hearing some some Votech students' perspective on the topic, check out a couple of our other episodes that we've recently released. We talk one-on-one with a local Votech school and students in the HVACR program, and um, they've got some interesting insights. So I, I highly recommend that you check it out if you want to hear more about this topic. Maybe you want to talk about a little bit about integrated solutions and, and, and some of those items. I'm I'm thinking um, maybe Comfort Guard, what Shane and and uh, maybe mod, a little bit more on modulation. What do you think? Yeah, you know the um, you know since we're talking about the younger generation, the, you know the, the younger generation seems to be again they you know, whatever you want to call them, but they've grown up you know with a computer in hand and they they've grown up with the internet and they've grown up with technology and and. Um, the integrated solutions and the intelligent systems that Carl just mentioned, they're, uh, you know, on the surface, they, they may seem a little uh, intimidating to some of us who aren't used to that kind of technology. But, um, you know, again, the, the younger contractor, I think, expects that the systems are going to be more intelligent and they're comfortable with that and they desire that. And, um, and it's just exciting to see how that's changing some of the products, um, you know, that are being released on the market today and how products and equipment are coming out with um, you know, for example, uh, you know, there's recent residential equipment that has a, a digital gauge, a pressure gauge built right into the equipment. Um, you know, I think that's that's interesting to see. I, I uh, you know, I was on a job site not too long ago with a friend of mine who's a, who's a contractor, and uh, you know, he breaks out all these fancy tools. And first time I'd really seen you know someone use a, a digital gauge. And you know, I asked him, you know, hey, was this you know, what'd you spend on this gauge? And it's like, well, it's, you know, several hundred dollars. And you know, it's like, wow, you know, that's, that's pretty expensive. And he said, yeah, but you know, I can automatically, you know, monitor subcooling and superheat and it saves me minutes, if not hours on the job. And, you know, this thing pays for itself in a matter of 30 days. If you think about how many jobs that I'm doing in a 30 day time frame, So, um, it, it's exciting to see what can be done. Um, you know, if, if a contractor opens his mind to, to some of the technology that, uh, that is, that is available out there today. So, um, you know, the integrated solutions that Carl's mentioning, we, you know, we are working with our customers, um, you know, to apply some of this modulation technology we talked about. So modulation compressors can be, you know, the two-stage product um, that has two stages of capacity. It can be a digital compressor that has an infinite amount of capacity modulation. It can be variable speed compressors. It can also be the idea of tandemizing multiple compressors t- uh, together to, to deliver multiple steps of capacity. And, Often there's a, uh, there's a there's a change in control required, uh, you know, to adopt the, those products. So we've worked close with our customers to make these complicated solutions or what might be viewed as a complicated solution much more plug and play uh, by, by packaging, um, you know, controls along with these compressor solutions uh, such that uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, when, when you're servicing the equipment on the job site, um, it improves the interface with the system. There's, there's fault detection and diagnostic codes that, again, are designed to save the contractor time on the job so that, you know, you can very quickly diagnose the problem, um, you know, find the solution, pull the Copeland Mobile Up app, you know, figure out where you need to buy the parts you need to buy and whether that local distributor, you know, has those parts available. So 
again, I, I think, you know, where we're headed in the future with some of this technology, um, you know, is very exciting. You know, there's the technology has advanced to the point now that, that is uh, becoming more commonplace uh, for remote monitoring of, of system performance and diagnostics and, and both residentially and commercially. Um, we just uh, just this week again, I was I was talking to uh, the franchise uh, owners of a, a, a local uh, fast food restaurant, and and we we talked about the concept of wouldn't it be interesting rather than be reacting to problems, uh, just your phone's ringing off the wall, and you got store number twelve's got a problem here, and I got we can't hold case temperature at store number eight, and but be able to be remotely monitoring that store and seeing what the problems are before. It goes down, and you have uh, either unhappy customers or food spoilage, and so forth. So that technology does exist, uh, both for a, a commercial environment and as well as a residential environment. Uh, had a, uh, a fellow Emerson friend that had needed a new air conditioner in the, the Washington D.C. area, and, and uh, we were able to, to hook him up. Yeah, and that monitoring system comes with an app for the phone that uh, you know both both he will have on you know he'll have it on his phone as a consumer. And, uh, you know, there's a possibility for that app to be to also be on the contractor's phone or a computer system back at the office. And, uh, you know, that monitoring system will will send out alerts uh, proactively if something goes wrong with the system. So also might send out a reminder that there's a dirty filter that needs to be changed, for example. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a very nice tool. And again, just a, a good, a great example of how the industry is uh, is uh, is migrating uh, along with technology and, and adopting technology. Um, you know, to address some of the, the needs that, that, that we have. So it almost sounds like the technology and the industry changes and the integrated solutions, that's actually kind of just leading this, this customer conversation for the contractor. It's, that's what's changing the conversation so that they have the ability to talk about comfort and livability because it makes more sense and they can do it in a cost-effective way. I mean, does that, does that sound correct based on what you're saying yeah, and it's, it's it, sometimes it's just a lack of knowledge you know today about 70 percent of the ice machines have the uh, uh, wi-fi capability and self-diagnostics on board where they're just a, a little bit of breakdown you can you can have a have an app and you can you can monitor all the ice machines you have not only in your, your one store but if you have a network of 40 different uh locations you can see if there's going to be a problem and i'll tell you what having ice in a fast food restaurant is it's not it's not an option <laughs> <laughs> well on that note um i think we've come to the end of this podcast um i appreciate your time both of you um and i think we've had some really good insights on the integrated solutions that are out there for the contractor modulation technologies and talking about comfort and and what's happening with this next generation of contractors. So thank you for joining us again. Thanks for having us. My pleasure. And as always, everyone, follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Copeland School.